Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Welcome, welcome all to Mock Footage. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we will be discussing Knives Out. My name is Ray Geroso, and I've run all out of knives for my murder spree. Okay, that's weird. a weird thing to admit right now. Um, and we are joined this week by special guests, great friends of mine, Marble Charlotte and Penny Parker. Hi. Hi, hello. Did you just confess to having murder knives? I have them. But how do they? Using them? How does a knife become a murder knife, though? Right? When it's too easy, used for when it's too easy <laughs> steps. <laughs> okay, so you take a knife, you put it in a body, boom, bam, dead on the ground. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, yeah. You you confess to having them, but the fact that they have made the change from regular knives to murder knives implies that you have used them for that purpose. For murdering. To, for my to, murder to, spree. To, yeah. Oh, let me okay. Let me clarify. So you know the candy spree. Yeah. Yes. I yes. use those knives to cut the spree, and I call that my murder spree. It's my fun little joke to myself. Wow, that's not gonna. Not hold sure up if that's court. gonna hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> also, the judge also, is just gonna be like, "Did you look at your hand before you said that?" I definitely <laughs> did, but I was trying to get rid of. Some some dust mm-hmm, particles. Mm-hmm. That Is that Sharpie s- smudge on the podium? Ray, I know you would love to just live in this bit for the rest of time so that you don't have to tell me the plot of Knives Out, but I do need this you to tell me the, the plot, plot of, of Knives, Knives Out, out right what now. We're doing, what okay. we're doing right now is Knives Out. Okay, tell knives me. Out. Knives Out. Knife Out. One Knife Out, Two Knives <laughs> Dead is a murder mystery. <laughs> is a murder mystery <laughs> film. Where famous novelist Harold Cuffington is murdered at his estate. Okay. And then a, th- a famous detective, Grand Blank, arrives on the scene to investigate the goings-ons at the mansion and investig- interrogates all the people there. And it's a very simple setup, but it's about the, the cast and the plot, which I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but <laughs> there's a killer for greedy reasons. <gasps> Ray, you do know we discuss uh, plot spoilers on this podcast so please spoil the whole plot for me i need all the details for it okay daniel craig is grand blank and he's the detective and he just kind of waltzes in and says i'm gonna solve this murder and no one called he just shows up chris evan plays cuffington's son who's a big jerk and then also jamie lee curtis is there and plays cuffington's daughter who also owns a cafe business but we never see the business because this movie only takes place inside the mansion estate Okay. Mm. So, so, so they don't step outside one time. Never one time. The only time we ever see the outside of the the state is when when uh, uh, Grand Blank walks up and we see the front steps and he knocks on the door mm. and everybody inside does that that whip turn of like who's at the door? There's been a murder. Right. And you're like, <laughs> oh, this this shot was made for the trailer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's also cool how they say all those words exactly like that out loud at the yeah. same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the thing is, the murderer is everyone. It's society. Okay, well, who's... <laughs> who's... Who's everyone, right? Like, who... who so so we, we have, we have uh, Cuffington's son, played by Chris Evans, and Cuffington's daughter, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Who else is in the house? Uh, we the have... actual Chris Evans. We have what? The actual Chris Evans. Yeah. We have the actual Chris Evans in here, too, playing a cameo as the butler. They look very similar. (laughs) I love the idea of somebody being in the cast and also having a cameo in the same movie. As themselves in the same room. As themselves as a butler. Yeah. Right. Um, There's also, what what are the people called to a a lawyer, I guess? Who does what? the will? One who loys. Yeah. One, One who, who loys. Yeah. yeah. The law. Lo- the lawyer runner. The lawyer. <laughs> yeah. 
That's the French um, pronunciation. Thank there's you. There's the lawyer who does the the will for for Mr. Cuffington. Okay. Is the lawyer a suspect? Can... No, the the lawyer is the only one who is guilt free of the blood because okay. he he comes in after everything else mm. to talk about the will. But nobody gets the money because they all killed him. Right. Because but, they but... killed the lawyer. Or no, they all killed. No, they killed Cuffington. Oh, okay, got it. Because they're one of them tried to poison him, it didn't work, and then one of them tried to shoot him in the back, it didn't work, and then one of them tried to to poison him again, and then somebody else got poisoned, and then they started throwing up on people, and then somebody else got stabbed during the middle of the commotion. So there was a second murder during the murder. Right. So of now, course. so vomit now is an important part of the plot, then. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. In what way? <laughs> it, well, it causes another murder, which another is, one. Yeah. Because yeah. when everyone's throwing up, uh, somebody like accidentally gets stabbed. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it was on purpose. Right. Okay. Accidentally on purpose gets uh-huh. stabbed. Right. It, it was. I love that. Accidentally gets stabbed. Accidentally gets stabbed. Accidentally. Now, I've been Ray, stabbed, I wanna, I've been stabbed, I've been stabbed, sorry. I want to ask you about your thoughts on, uh, one of, personally, my favorite parts of the movie, um, that being the way the mystery is sort of framed and structured and the way that it reveals information to you, because what I thought was cool about this movie was the fact that, like, they take the murder mystery framing device, but very early on give you little bits of information that just like completely change your viewpoint of what could even be happening in the first place. Would you like to talk about that? Sort of like your own opinions on like what they show and where that goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I really, well, what's great is that there's just a surveillance camera. So even if everyone's lying, they show the cameras and they're like, you weren't doing this because well, a big part of murder mysteries is the fact that people are lying and it's not revealed like till the end what they were actually doing due to right. clues that we may or may not have missed but they just kind of throw that out the window with with the security system right so we know everything that happens at the very beginning including the murderer but including, we just do this for drama including <laughs> the who done it in the who done it Mm-hmm. So so they they like telegraph early on and oh, that's interesting. They telegraph early on in the movie who the murderer is and they say this is the person. And then the whole rest of the movie you're like trying to point fingers at other people. You're like there's no way it's that easy. But at the end it really was just that. It really out. was. Yeah. They done it. It was all so of them. Then, it was all of them. So, so if it was all of them and we find that out very early on, what is the rest of the movie about thematically? The rest of the movie is about figuring out the motives. Okay. Specifically. So everyone wanted Cuffington dead for different reasons? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. What what are those reasons? So one of them wanted the inheritance, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Another one was for revenge from a long time ago. He owed them money from uh, a casino gamble and never paid up on that. And it just happened to line up that this is the time. Uh, another one, Cuffington was very, a very, let me make this clear, a very bad driver. And he got in an accident and killed one of his girlfriends as a youngin. And now the mother is here to exact revenge on that as well. Oh, interesting. And how many knives does she have out? She has six. <laughs> so, one right, for each I want to ask you. I want to ask you about like the thematic implications in this movie. You know, they sort of like they sort of like dwell on this this idea that like, you know, not only is it like, you know, everybody's got their knives out literally, but also they're talking about how like, you know, knives are kind of like going out of season. People don't really use knives anymore. They're kind of out. Knives, you know? they're out. They're yeah, out. Yeah, well, part of it is the use of, of poison, right? Like that's the chic thing right now. Right. And the yeah. the shooting him in the back which didn't work. Yeah, but that's like super vintage. Right. Now, why didn't it work? Did he dodge it or did it just like go right through him? <laughs> was it a fake gun or what's the situation? Now, the, I like the bullet the imp- turned him into a llama. I like the implication <laughs> that the bullet went right through him and nothing happened. And Chris Evans says, A llama? He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> yeah. 
Weird. <laughs> <laughs> now, what? Now, what I'm interested in knowing is who it was that decided knives were out, and why did they listen to them? You know, it'd be really interesting if it was the Cuffington ancestry. Oh. Mm. And by that, mm. I mean probably Cuffington's dad was like, Mom, knives are out this season, and that season <laughs> has lasted 60 years now. Huh. And that's why all of them brought knives as a sort of protest. Mm-hmm. That's why they have their knives out. Who plays and Cuffington, like, right? What? Who plays Cuffington? Oh, um, a very aged <laughs> through the camera... Uh-huh. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> they take the most baby-faced man on the planet. And, 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 and who plays Covington's dad? Chris Evans again. <laughs> <laughs> and who plays his dad? Jamie Lee Curtis. The well is a little dry <laughs> on the, this it, one. It's the cast of like 10 people, but they all play like different characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many and roles then, does Daniel all... Craig have? Oh, just the one. He's just, just yeah. He's, He's one of Blaine. a kind. The yeah. rest of them, however, not only play multiple characters in the fiction, but they also, each of them have to, for one scene at least, play a cameo of themselves in the fictional world While they're as in the something room. else. So we have Chris Evans as Chris Evans as the butler. Mm-hmm. We have Jamie Lee Curtis as Jamie Lee Curtis as she's the, She's just on TV. She's just one of the, the grandfathers. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, knives are out this season. Mm-hmm. That's the only... But Activia... Activia is in. In your body. <laughs> you don't want now, knives in your body. Now that's interesting, because I, I, I respect Ryan Johnson as a writer and director, and I think that generally... It's, I am of the opinion that, you know, he has enough sort of like awareness of what he's doing to know that if you put something on screen, it has to come back or be relevant in some way. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was curious because it's not really clear why they mention Activia so front forwardly. Yeah. Well, here's um, the thing. It's like it's like the beginning of a lot of like horror movies and stuff where there's a, the newsreel that's giving you hints as to what's going on, but it's the Activia commercial. Right. Uh, and the Activia is the metaphor for the poison. So how and yeah, how is Activia used later? Is it used as a delivery method for poison? Yeah, and you you like you said Jamie Lee Curtis actively says you don't want knives in your body, but you want Activia. Right, and that's how they get. Them. But this is this, not I to be see, confused. This is, missed that. this is Jamie Lee Curtis's character later on in the movie, not Jamie Lee Curtis herself. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis on the commercial <laughs> says this, but then her character also does the poisoning. Got it. Now, wow, that's yeah, that's poetic. Jamie Lee Curtis's as herself cameo. This isn't super important, but what it, what is she playing on TV? Oh right, because we, yeah. because we have Chris Evans playing Chris Evans as the butler. Oh, she, uh, her, her, like, her other cameo, you mean? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm, well, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis on the TV is Jamie Lee Curtis as Jamie Lee Curtis as. As what? Just a profession will do. The Activia mascot. The Activia mascot. <laughs> the Activia, yeah. she's, she's in a mascot the costume. Mascot. That's, that's why we don't know it's her. <laughs> right, but you hear her voice and you're like, is that? Is that Jamie? Yeah. And then later on in the movie, at the climax of, of it all, they're like, Jamie, Jamie, what are you doing? And she's like, knives are out, but Activia's in. And that's when you realize it was her in the costume. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that now. I really like this movie. I'm waiting for the DLC where she wears the costume through the whole movie. <laughs> I think it's time for us to uh, go watch the movie and figure out who's Wait, on it. Before we do, one last question: What is the last shot? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Last shot. Oh, that's important. Rum and coke. That's not a funny joke. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> The final shot is a, a pan across this, through the inside of this state, with all the people have died because their bodies have not been moved, and the detective is, like, sitting at a table, like, writing down the report. 
And what do you notice about the knives in this shot? <laughs> They're all moving towards him. <laughs> of, of their own volition? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I was expecting. <laughs> so, so it's just, so the soundscape is just like the, you know, the last like sting of music. It's like, and then it like pans over and you see Daniel Craig sitting at the table and then you just hear a as like all the knives come into frame and they're like shimmying across the ground towards him. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. we should have established earlier on that this is a supernatural horror movie. Um, it's not. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's not until right now at the very end. Um, Ray, what's your favorite line? Oh, but, but Penny and okay. Marvel already said it. What, what did can they I say? say? Can I say my favorite line? Yeah. Yeah. Waiter, there's a knife in my soup. <laughs> That's Chris Evans to Chris Evans, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. but Butler, there's Butler. a knife in my soup. Huh. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Can you, go, can you give me a spoon, please? Okay, Let's well, well some... Ray, what's your second favorite line then? Hmm. Okay, my, my second favorite line is is by by Daniel Craig. <laughs> During the middle of the movie, when they're about to solve the mystery, because this, this the solving the mystery comes early, right? And he's holding a knife, and he's he just says, "It's time to cut out the middleman," and everyone thinks he's about to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> a heel turn for Daniel Craig, <laughs> right? And for like six seconds, everyone's like, "He's about to murder." Uh... All right, let's go each individually buy a ticket and watch this film in the theater and eat some popcorn. All right. I, I ate the Sounds ticket. Good. I'm sorry. I, I now, Marble, I, I understand. Left... I know it's flavored, but why? Paper, paper yum. Popcorn out. It's time to read some ads. And this time I get to tell you about a couple of the other shows here on Lunar Light Studio, our podcast family. So first I'm going to tell you about Badvertising. It's a podcast where the hosts are ad executives who take your favorite brands like Colgate and Kleenex. Well, they actually did do Kleenex. Well, they take the brand and then they create a new product for that brand and a viral ad campaign centered around the product and that will be sure to end in miserable failure. It is hosted by Penelope Parker, Lily Blue Lennox, and Haley Rose, and it airs every other Monday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else you might find your podcasts. Advertising, your dissatisfaction guaranteed. And I assure you, listener, that is your dissatisfaction as a consumer or perhaps as a brand, not as a listener. It's a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, as evidenced by how wonderful Penelope Parker is on this episode of Mock Footage. And the other wonderful guest on this episode of Mock Footage is Marble, who is a member of Deck of Friendship. Deck of Friendship is a podcast where every week your hosts, Marble and Ray from this show, and Mars, review an episode of anime based on a real-life game and talk about their themes and cultural importance while proclaiming their love of friendship and making each other laugh. They've talked about Season 1 of Yu-Gi-Oh! and are now moving through all of Fighting Fudons. They also have plans to tackle shows like Bakugan, Card Fight, Digimon, and more. I don't even know what half of these shows are, but Deck of Friendship is wonderful. It's a hilarious good time. I definitely don't watch the episodes with them. I just listen to their conversations, and it is a hoot and a half. And Deck of Friendship can be found on Lunar Light Studio every Wednesday or wherever else you might find your podcast. So if you love Marvel and you love Ray as I do, you will also love Deck of Friendship. Mars is wonderful too. So with all that said, let's get back into the rest of our discussion about Knives Out, which is a fantastic movie. Oh boy. Oh boy. What did everyone think of Knives Out? Even better the third time. Even better the f- fourth. Even better time? the second time. Even better the first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanna I wanna start this off with this sentence right after we finished watching this movie for for folks, because we all watched it in theaters t- separately together. 
Yeah. As soon as I saw my friends right afterwards, I said, "Do y'all want to watch Knives Out?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just so we that watched good. it again. We all watched it again. We, we watched it again. twice yeah. in the in, in one day in the timeline where, like, if I had a, a hyperbolic time chamber, definitely uh, I would get a few more watches of this movie in easy. I think a second watch for me chamber. was was super. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's essentially it. I think I think we can wrap up on that. All right. So thanks for joining up. us for mock footage, Penny and Marble. Yeah. Um, I have to go think about my life in a hyperbolic knife chamber. Hyperbolic <laughs> knife out chamber. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Really so, strong with the jokes. I'm gonna, yeah, you're bringing a lot of energy, a lot of heat to this show, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna real quick just plot through the plot of this film, because it is, you can, you can kind of get it all done real quick. Um, it's a whodunit about the and ray kind of nailed a lot of it yeah it was hey, what, I up, was, what up i was worried at like how many like not details but like kind of overarching details events. i mean it's details done it ray said that the detective's name last name was blanc which was correct and also that <laughs> vomit was a plot point which is a weird thing to be oh, right yeah. about yeah that's <laughs> right what? that's right and you also did. that you find out who done it right away, and then the rest uh-huh. of it is just sort of like figuring out the the how. the motivation. Yeah. So much of the movie is figuring yeah. out the motivation. So scary. There's an old wealthy author, Hartland Thromby, who is killed, and at first it appears to be a suicide, and also at the end it is is ruled as a suicide. <laughs> um, yeah, we come full circle in that. Uh, and. Basically, he is surrounded by his family, who are a bunch of privileged um, jerks, and his nurse, Marta. And without going into depth on each of their characters, they are all pretty terrible people. And um, Except for Marta. Except for Marta. Yes. And uh, in the moments, or in the days uh, leading up to his death, Hartland reveals that he is going to cut his entire family out of the will and leave his entire fortune to Marta. And he reveals this to his grandson, Ransom, who then uh, leaves the party in a, in a fury and returns and basically frames Marta for his murder. And there's a lot of twists and turns, and it's, yeah, it's hard it, to it, get the, into the, the details. The movie does not deliver this information as straightforwardly as we're trying to deliver it right here. Yeah. Because it's like a, you know, it's a sequence of events, but yeah. the order and timing of which you learn about things is just all over the place. And it culminates in like a really classic, the gentleman detective delivering the yeah. this series of events. Clearly yeah. There's, there, and them all there's a lot about the, there's a lot about the classic whodunit formula that this movie like kind of subverts and plays with a little bit, but yeah, I, I love that it knows when you kind of just want to see the old traditional like yeah. kind of framing of yeah. and they call perfect like attention that. to it because Blanc starts to go down this long um, long line of, of the, the the order of events and the detective who's there with him is like okay I think we get what's going on here the other detective who's like a nerd about mystery novels and stuff is like shh, shh, shh. yeah and like that's <laughs> that's everyone in the theater right that's like us, that's yeah. everyone uh-huh. like no 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 just let him finish <laughs> yeah he's i i want to i want to see him just play through all of this beat by beat yeah i don't care if it takes another 30 minutes let him go off and he did and he did he did in fact he did and then he reveals that he's James Bond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, yeah. and, he, and that he was the whole time, except for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Well, exactly. in the first 10 minutes of the movie, he was Daniel Craig playing Daniel Craig. Daniel playing Craig playing James Bond. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then Casino Royale happened off screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he wasn't there during the beginning. Right. right. <sighs> so, what I guess... Again, like a lot of it, it's it's just a mystery, and it's it's all about like clues and how they're revealed. So it's kind of hard to talk about plot points. What were some of our favorite parts of this movie? All of it, Marta. Yeah, Marta. <laughs> Marta. Yeah, essentially. I'm, I I I mean, I also have a very um. So there's a part in this movie. It's a single line, and it just sticks out to me every time I watch it. 
And it's not even something like important. It's like the smallest thing. It's literally, it's it's when Blanc is going through the whole like sequence of events and uh, Ransom replies with a thing. And then Blanc is going to, you know, turn that thing on its head and reveal the truth of it. And he says, in the best voice and delivery ever, with like the best hand motion to accompany it, he goes, let's back it up. <laughs> it sticks yeah. out to me every single time I watch it. It's so good. That's the beat drop. It's the beat drop. It's so good. I, I want to sample that in like a dubstep song. It's like da na 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 da 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 da. Let's back it up. <laughs> you know now we have to make that a reality. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll happen. Ha- it'll yeah. happen. Blanc's whole favorite? character is fantastic. Sorry to interrupt. No, oh no, you're good. I was gonna say that one of my favorite moments is, uh, well, I have two two specific things I absolutely adore about this movie. Um, well, other than the entire thing, because uh-huh. as I've said, this <laughs> entire thing is just ah, it's such a good hecking movie editing cuss. Um, uh, but but two scenes that I love is when um he sits down with uh, Harlan's mother. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Yes. And and just sort of has that like one-sided conversation for a bit and he's like I feel like you have something you want to tell me and then yes. they just kind of sit there for a bit. Um and then we learned that they actually did have a conversation yeah. off screen yeah. and like I'm I'm was, so glad and, you and, point that yeah, out. And he had that moment where he was like He's like, I'm sorry if I'm the first one to offer my condolences. I'm yes. like, yep. Uh, yep. yes, literally, that is exactly, that is also one of my favorite bits. That is that is the moment the movie solidified for me, uh, Blanc, as like my personal favorite of the whole yes. ensemble. Um, just just the, the, the way he is written in that scene and the way he delivers that line and just like what that line means, I, I love that. I love that that is his character and yeah i agree that scene stuck out so much to me it's just mm-hmm. the whole like i yeah forgive me or no I, I i ask you not to think too too harshly of your family if i'm the first to console you yes. i assume yes yes oh it's, it's so good it's it, yeah that's that's an amazing line and that entire scene is 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 in my opinion very 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 wonderful um the other the, the other part that I absolutely adore is when uh Walt uh confronts Marta at yeah. her home. God, I and hated that scene. I love it. In, he's so intimidating he's and so he's so like just yeah, he's like he's like slowly like walking towards her, backing her into a corner. And you really think like 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 yeah, she is backed into a corner right now cuz he's he's like he's like, "Hey, um I'm gonna rat you out if you don't give us our inheritance money back, and then, and then your mom will get deported. Uh, and then Marta's just like, "Well, actually, I have all of your resources, so I'm just gonna get myself a good lawyer and <laughs> yeah. screw you." Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Bye. Exit through the door. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. Was... Not not the beat drop so much as the mic drop. No, yeah, uh... yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not. It's like Walt was so like intimidating and then marta was just like nah yeah <laughs> nah, yeah get out of here clown yeah. boy this, but you this just movie's told me got what i needed <laughs> this movie's got it all it's got mic drops it's got beat drops uh near the it's beginning they drop drops. a game board on the uh-huh. floor mm-hmm. that's true and knife drops too and knife drops and I drop the knives Fran almost drops that tray of food at the beginning also, oh yeah oh yeah 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 it. yeah she she catches it while saying a very funny cuss Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did yeah, swear we all a, a big cuss. It was uh, very that really I, I, I laugh tone. at that cuss every time. It does set the every tone time. of the movie because it's it, it perfectly that first two three minute vignette perfectly sets the tone of the movie because yeah. what causes her to almost drop the food is that she sees Harlan's body and like there's blood and it's like, like it's a, a really image. disturbing thing to to walk in on and she walks in on it and it's like oh no and then she almost drops the tray of food and yeah. it's this very human moment of like oh crap I'm I'm going to drop this food yeah it's, and it's, it's, it perfectly matches up or pairs that that trauma and that darkness with the humor and lightheartedness of just being a person yeah, yeah. And, and ryan johnson uh because he released a commentary track that you can actually download and 
uh, play on, you know, your phone or whatever, like as you're watching the movie, like he literally released it so people could go back and watch the movie in theaters with a commentary track. Um, but he mentions like, like early on, like that scene specifically, he literally says like, this is, this is here to let people know that it's okay to laugh in this movie. Like, like that this is a comedy. It's, you know, there's Mm going to be a tonal, uh, marriage here. It's really good. I'm really upset that I didn't say this thing in the first half, but I wrote it down in my notes here is that it's titled knives out because they're all attacking somebody metaphorically. Um, and that, and that literally <laughs> happens. The family yeah. turns on Marta, and yeah. and Lunk comes in as like, "No, stop! You're all with your knives out attacking yeah. this poor girl." And yeah. I'm like, "I didn't say that in the <laughs> first titled, half." Titled, yeah. and titled, I was so titled, mad. There are a few shots where like the entire family like slowly turns around and they turn into this sea of white faces like (laughs) like, progressing toward the camera or whatever and and some of them are like shouting and they got their arms raised and they just turn into this mob so quickly um and it's i don't know it's yeah like there's like that that whole sequence after the will reading where like the Mm -hmm. audio of the movie like dims and it's just like the music and the visuals kind of like showing you the intensity of what's going on and it's literally marta just trying her best to escape to her car while this mm-hmm. just mob of people is like surrounding her like shouting at her and like trying to trying to like like uh like like appeal to her like in yeah. in like a very shallow way like it's so well done dm yeah. me on insta yeah. i want to <laughs> yeah, talk to you i'm not on twitter I anymore talk to you. <laughs> I really like that scene um, because the camera's right up on her face and it's shaking and she's leaving the the state and it's just a messy shot of her trying to get into her yeah. car and it's so different from how the rest of the film is shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's all like rocking back and forth and stuff and unstable and up until this point it's been very smooth pans and yeah. like... But you could just feel that anxiety. It's, it's just this single you. long claustrophobic take. Yes. Yeah. It was very good. <sighs> yeah that's a good movie I, that, like, that's a good movie <laughs> here's here's the thing it's 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 kind of it's difficult to talk about good movies at times because there you just reach a point where you're just like yeah it was good every like, yeah. every facet of it i can mention is just gonna end with me saying yeah that was great you're like, <laughs> like yeah you're right i agree yeah. <laughs> and it's just that Oh, there is, um, so I expected Daniel Craig's accent to be fake by the uh-huh. end, and it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it's great. And I'm like, okay, fine, don't, <laughs> don't give this to me. Why then. was I hard? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson specifically has mentioned that he would like to make a sequel to this. Okay. Uh, with the... Blanc being like the 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 connective tissue between like whatever okay. other movies are made in this series, um, which makes me so excited. Just like yeah. the the idea yeah. of this anthology yes. series of Blanc just solving different mysteries. Like yeah, it's like you know it's a mystery series. We've seen those before, but it like if they're all uh, at least close to as like inventive and fresh as this one felt. Like I. Yeah. I'm so mm-hmm. in for that. Yeah, that's Absolutely. the thing. Is this movie does like it does just rip whole cloth. Like the whole, it feels like Clue, the movie. Yeah, which they make a joke that. about earlier. They make a joke about it. They are very self-referential. They say, "Oh, this guy lives on a Clue board, basically." Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it it knows what it's doing, but it 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 doesn't make fun of it. it it's just like. Yeah, it's it's it's, it it's so it's it. so funny the way they 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 kind of blur the line between a grounded reality and a very heightened mystery right. archetype story. Mm-hmm. Um because like yeah, they they reference murder mysteries in the movie. They live in our world. They live in a world where murder mystery movies and murder mystery games exist and like the structure exists at the beginning of the movie uh Marta's sister uh, is like watching a murder mystery show on her laptop, and she's like, "I'm just about to find out who did it." Like it's, yeah. But but then you know you get to the end, and they're doing the thing, and they play it very straight. They don't like really call much attention to it, aside from like the little joke they play as sort of like an audience 
uh surrogate i don't know is that the right i don't know i think no i think there's a lot of like there's references throughout the movie there's a lot of like talking about like we're gonna get to the truth eventually we're gonna get there yeah it's just finding out it's it's all about finding out what you're gonna do once you have that truth yada yada like Talk like that happens every ten to fifteen minutes in this movie, yeah. but it doesn't get old because you're you feel it building. Right. Yeah. He's a passive observer of the truth. <laughs> My presence here will be ornamental at most. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then it wasn't. No, not at all. Ray, what did you think about the movie at the beginning, just showing what happened, and then? The, and then there's still like an hour and a half of movie left. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk about this because you asked me in the first half what I felt, how I felt about the uh-huh. the, the movie, the mystery subversions. And I love that we just figure out very quickly that Marta did, did well, mm, was, Marta involved. Se- was Seem- involved. Was involved and seemed to have caused it. Right. And was a central player to the murder. Yeah. Um, and we just have her along for the ride and she's sympathetic and she's nice and she's not the bad guy, which a lot of, you know, the, the mystery tropes is we would just reveal at the very end who it is, but she's here with us and is working with the detective the whole time. And while like simultaneously (laughs) trying to like steer them away from catching her. Cause obviously she doesn't want to get caught, but like she's still good and sympathetic and like cooperative to an extent and it's just right. you I, I remember i was watching it for the first time and i it literally just went through my head i'm like then what is the rest of this movie about yeah like, right. that's yeah that's what that's what i thought the first time i saw it is like i kept on having these questions at the back of my mind like why was the why was the like medicine to fix the morphine overdose gone right and yeah. like 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 there was all these like small details that you assume you why were the out dogs before the big barking. reveal, right. but in yeah right and mm-hmm. it's like you 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 get all the you get all the the you assume that you're gonna get all these little small details and then the big reveal happens at the end but we get the big reveal up front and then the small <laughs> details give you context and it's like for a bigger it, it, it reveal flips, <laughs> flips the whole thing yeah, on its head that, it's so good that single mm-hmm. decision does a lot of the legwork in terms of like subverting yeah. the standard whodunit formula mm-hmm. um but in like an interesting way it, it doesn't feel forced subversion just for the sake of subversion it's literally just yeah. a new way to tell that kind of story yeah mm-hmm. i think it really helped that marta was a very good character and it would not have made sense if she did a heel turn at any yeah. point. Yeah. And the the fact that the rest of the cast is just terrible. Did yeah. you ever suspect yeah. her, Ray? <laughs> what? Did you ever suspect her? I mean... Like, even for a moment. I'm... No. I did not. I'm like, oh, this was an accident. It was an accident. Why was it... No! Okay. Wait, so what's the rest <laughs> of the movie about? The, right. <laughs> I did, because the thing that, like, really kept giving me warning bells was that the the whole bit about her being better at go i'm just yeah. like oh she's a master mm-hmm. strategist like mm-hmm. why is that important to, to me the viewer oh i took that uh, as she's gonna I win think in about the that end. yeah yeah but, i took that as she's gonna end up on top in the end but it didn't she's... make sense because she had like emotional reactions to things like when no one else was around she wasn't acting for any, anybody else i couldn't make sense of what was going on the first time i watched yeah <laughs> And that's because there was a donut hole at the center of the donut's hole. <laughs> a donut hole in the donut's hole. <laughs> well, what's great is that they don't use Chris Evans a lot in the movie. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah, he doesn't because, show up yeah. until like halfway through, and his influence is strong after that, but it doesn't feel strong because he's just kind of guiding Marta on where to go. He's like, oh, you didn't get any blackmail requests? You didn't get any, like, phone calls or emails? And <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, I didn't check right. my email. Uh, that's that's so clever because they, you know, yeah. they passed it. It's just like a little line of dialogue that you don't catch the first time. He's just kind of running through possibilities. And then you, like, a second time around, you realize he's actively influencing her to check her email because that's right. where so, he sent it. Right, so he, I, she will go to where he needs yeah. to be. 
I think that's what's so perfect about like the big reveal uh, being shown so early that like that Marta switched the medications and is responsible for what happened, because like literally on a second watch when I'm like just like looking at all the the plot points just like laid out, I'm like, how did I not know yeah. that Chris Evans had something to do with yeah. it? Yeah. Because like one, he like he like wasn't present at the first questioning and he like is the super shady dude and like like obviously has a lot to gain and gotten that like shouting match with Harlan the night before he died um his behavior like, like, like the day of the will rating is so incriminating like yes. right. he shows right. up before the will like, rating and everyone's sketch. like talking to him about oh you you got cut out of the will didn't you well this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you and he's just like totally smug the whole yeah. time yeah and then the will rating yeah. comes out and it's revealed to everyone that everyone is cut out of the will and then he's like i think this is going to be the best thing that ever happened to you and nobody puts yeah. it together including myself because yeah. right. like, i didn't already. question a thing because yeah. literally because like we've seen what happened that night my, right. my my thought about that scene the first time around was it, it it's so weird that like yeah i watched that and i didn't even think anything of it i literally just thought he was coming to see if it hadn't changed and like if right. maybe he was being lied to or something but no like i i yeah it makes I so figured much he sense came the other because way around. he wanted to watch everybody else freak out yeah right. that's what i thought at first too because he was just he wanted to watch them all burn which but they but did. he <laughs> but at that point in the movie we didn't know that everyone had been cut out of the will yeah we and we, right. essentially we only, he only knew that only he is cut out Right. And so a first watcher thinking, if he knows that he's cut out of the will, yeah, why is he coming? Which they ask him. They literally, they're like, why are you even here? Why are you bothering? Which yeah. is suspect when you because, know why he's there. But, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just it, have fun it feels like it. it should have been obvious. And yeah. that's, that is the perfect mark of a, yeah. of a good whodunit. Mm -hmm. He's also like... He just goes through that whole like he he very much goes through that whole manipulative uh, thing where he just gets Marta to spill the beans. Well, yeah, uh, and everyone yeah. everyone attempts to be manipulative of her throughout the movie, um, and he is probably the most successful because he he seems like he's on the up and up. Mm -hmm. um, he is the black sheep of the family, uh, so he's already like separated from all of those other garbage people to some degree but he is still part of the family yeah but like yeah i didn't think about that uh the the it's it, the turning point of the movie like when okay when they go up to the the county office or whatever and it's burned down i'm like i cannot believe marta's still along for this ride like she's good like i can't believe that she's still doing this and and then when she finds fran and she's hurt and then marta's like okay that's enough like People are getting hurt. Like yeah. I, I was, ex yeah. I was expecting that to happen, but I was also surprised that it happened. I was like, the, the terminus yeah. of yeah. this movie doesn't seem like it's going to just stop with her like admitting to everything. But that's right. exactly right. what happened. It, and it's not. Instead, it, that's another part of the the, right. the puzzle. That's the small donut inside the big donut. <laughs> Yo, I I just I'm I'm watching this a fourth time. I'm still picking things up. I just I just noticed this watch through. Uh. I'm it 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 is not spelled out. It's 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 like very small little little hints to to this, but it it's it's very likely that Ransom was the one who told Blanc about uh Marta's like uh you know, she like she can't tell a lie or she vomits. Yeah. Um because oh. at, at at the beginning, at the beginning of the movie, he's talking to her and he says a little birdie told me that you have a regurgitative response regurgitative response to mistruthing um but it's never said who told him who that told and then later on ransom specifically mentions that like he knows about right. this thing and it's kind it's like i don't know it i might be and also a ransom bit, is but the one that ransom yeah. is the one that hired blanc yeah exactly so, and it, it right. it's it's implied yeah. that he is one of the only ones who knows about that Right. And and he mentions that he learned it playing a game of Mafia, which is important because that's a fun game. And I like yeah, it. it's a very fun yeah. game, and uh, people yeah. should play it. I you can't. should play Mafia I'm or like Ultimate lying. Werewolf. They're all good. Yeah, just just any any sort of like mystery kind of. I played a board game, game called The Thing the other uh, a few days ago, and it's kind of like that. It's a it's a bluffing game. It's based on the movie. I've never seen it, but yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's fun too. Wow, golly. 
that's really what we should take away from this watch is that more more <laughs> people should play that kind of game bluffing yeah. games are fun go lie fun, yeah even if you're bad at them go lie but, but don't play them if you're like marta and you throw up yeah yeah don't be yeah, learn me when yucky. i start getting shifty that's, eyes at everyone that's yucky and also you know it's for your own good you you, you, you don't belong there I, I do absolutely, however, just 1,000% adore how Ransom used that knowledge to manipulate Marta in so many situations. Uh-huh. And then uh, at the end, she used it to manipulate yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. And it was she gets the, the best. Laugh. It was the best. It was yes. so good. Because she turned around and I'm like, did, did Fran... Did Honestly, <laughs> the first time I watched this movie and like... It, it's revealed early on that Marta throws up when she lies. I was like, oh, no. Oh, like, no. <laughs> what, what path are we going down? What kind, of, what kind of toilet humor movie did I walk into? <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's not. Oh, are you going to poopy vomit ha-ha all over? Is this, is this what we're doing? It's not. It's used very sparingly, it's and it's only on, like, on screen once, and it, yeah. it is honestly worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so worth it. I, I, yeah, that's, it's so good. I, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's great. The whole entire movie, that is like kind of a, it's, it's kind of, it feels like kind of a thing she's trapped in. It's, it's something that is happening involuntarily to her because of other people or because of circumstance. She can't really choose when it happens. She just kind of has to like, work with it and hide it when she needs to. And then at the very end, yeah, she makes a conscious choice to use it yeah. as a weapon in retaliation to Ransom. It's mm-hmm. so good. Uh, I just remembered another, that that scene made me think about like one of my favorite, like, I, I don't know what you would call it, like framing devices, callbacks, whatever, where um, at the beginning of the movie, when we're learning what happened the night of... Uh, of when when Marta was giving him his medicine and stuff. He's talking about the family and like how he doesn't know what he's going to do with them. And then he starts talking about Ransom. Uh He's like, I see so much of that kid in myself because like, Mm. you know, you get so, so blinded by this whole like theatrical thing that you're doing to like hide your feelings that eventually you Mm -hmm. can't tell the difference between a real knife and a stage prop. Uh And then he slashes the real knife into the, into the, the wooden chest that the go board is sitting on and then at the end yes. of the movie uh uh ransom tries to kill marta with a with a knife and he takes one off of the off of the chair that's that's surrounded by the like knife sculpture he takes a knife out of it and stabs her with it and it's a stage prop <laughs> it's, yep. so it's so good it's so good I was, also I was gonna... that that chair the centerpiece of some of the best shots in the movie oh yeah. I know. oh yeah it's so good um i was gonna ask y'all what your favorite whatever marble calls that is because that's my favorite is when he ta- when he I, w- talks I would about it's, it's the payoff prop. probably payoff yeah, yeah payoff yeah check off's knife um my my favorite one is obviously the the the, the my house cup yeah mm. yeah me too. oh yeah 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 it, it takes Absolutely. takes the that whole movie so to good. pay off but it, it does and it does yeah. so wonderfully. So yeah like like you, you watch the end of the movie and you see her standing on the balcony with the cup, and you recognize it from the sh- first shot. Yeah. And then when you go back and you watch the movie a second time and you see it there at the beginning, you're like, "Ooh, <laughs> like I'm ready." <laughs> Joe, what's your favorite callback? That one. Also that <laughs> yeah. one. The mug. Okay. Yeah, no, the mug. same. The mug same. is so good. The mug is the best one. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again a second time because the mug's not hitting me like it's hitting you clearly. It it's also so, looks like a good mug. I just remember, like, when the first time I watched the movie, just, like, when I saw her holding the mug at the very end that said, my house, like, I, like, yeah. jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh, my God. Heck yeah, Marta, get him! Everyone who worked on this movie is a genius. It's, like, the first thought that I had in my head. Um... And then, and then I watched it a second time, and it like really sank in. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I could have like put that together just by seeing that cup in the opening shop. I didn't pay attention to that at all. It didn't seem important at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh it, my I, god. I also love how they do. They do a very intentional uh, a cover up of what the mug at the end is. By having her, she she's holding it kind of awkwardly because she's holding it and her three fingers are covering are up the, the three words. lines just so that you don't quite see what it is until you need to until they until that right. last shot where it's gonna mm-hmm. hit the hardest. Yeah, love that. 
Oh, God. I love this movie. I literally, I, I do want to say that, like, I, I when I figured out that Ray hadn't seen it, I immediately messaged Joe, and I was like, can me and Penny talk about <laughs> Knives Out? <laughs> can we talk about it on mock footage, please? I'm, I'm so happy we did. <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy we did, too. This was a journey. Yeah. Yeah. This has to be like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, easily. Ray, it's watch really it. Good. Watch it a second time. It, you, I want you'll to. love it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. kidding when I said, "Do you want to watch Knives Out?" <laughs> hey, y'all, do you want to watch Knives Out? Uh, yeah, sure. I you do. Let's watch Knives Out. Let's watch Knives Out. Cool. Um, we're gonna go watch Knives Out, and you should too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mock Footage. You can find us on Twitter at Mock Footage, or you can reach out to us. Uh, via email mockfootage at gmail.com thank you so much to our lovely guests marble and penny where can people find more of your things your various online creations in your heart in your oh. heart oh. Where it belongs. oh there it is but okay. also on twitter at marble cantus or on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash marble cantus and i'm on twitter at SnapsCube. I'm on Twitch at SnapsCube, and I'm on YouTube at SnapCube. Without the S. Without the S. No E. <sighs> no E. <laughs> e, e, e. But remember, check your heart first. Yeah. And then if, if we're not there, look, th- look at it. It's the other probably places. there. Most most of the time, when I misplace the addresses, mm. they end up in the heart. Yeah. But mm. just in case. Just in case. Right? It sounds like a pretty definitive uh, answer. Would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who had never seen it before? Sorry, I'm watching Knives Out. What? Okay, hurry. <laughs> um, and what's your favorite line from this movie? Oh, there's so many. There really is. I really enjoy, there's a donut hole inside the donut hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smaller donut. <laughs> and it doesn't hold at all. <laughs> Let's back it up. Let's back it up. (laughs) (laughs) Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you come in. I'm just reading Philosophical Trends in the Feminist Movement by Anuradha Gandhi. Why don't you have a seat and we'll discuss the shortcomings of Western feminism and how we can address these issues. Jo- and- Johnny, I, I, Johnny, what, what are you what, doing in my house? I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I don't have a fireplace. I don't live in like a petite bourgeois like mansion with a fireplace. I have a mouth lung setup. I was going to look all cool. I have a smoking jacket. Listen, we, we, we have to... This is an audio medium. They can't see all of this. We, if you, if you want to do a promo, why don't we just do a promo? Fine. Because, you know, it's sexist for me to be doing it alone anyways. Hi. Welcome to Comradical. I'm Haley Rose, and this is my co-host... Johnny Samuvati. This is an educational podcast about socialism and you. We take high-concept ideas and bring them down into more easily digestible humorous bits so that you can maybe get a handle on some of these theories. We go over how having a materialist understanding of the world around you can help make the world a little bit brighter for you and a little bit better for everyone else. We air every other Thursday only on Lunar Light Studio. So tune in. Seize the means. Stay calm, radical.